Welcome to Big Fish Stories, the podcast dedicated to telling the real outdoor stories of adventure, hunting, and fishing. For the outdoors men and women who get lost in the stories around the campfire, this is the place for you. My name is Tyler Hendricks, located in the great state of Idaho, and today I have my great buddy with me, Mr. Reese Jolly, who is what I would say, and he wouldn't, but I would say is an expert bass fisherman um, and pretty much taught me everything I know. And uh, hopefully I now am better than him at bass fishing. We'll see in the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. Reese, how's it going? Excellent. Good. That was a hell of an introduction. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I worked on it uh, all night. (laughs) I sat around thinking about how I'm going to do this and that's what came out. I figured some bullshit was going to come out right, right to start this thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's fish story, right? <laughs> it's fish stories. I can All say right. whatever I want. All right. Um, tell me a little bit about where you grew up and how you got into bass fishing. I uh, grew up in the Boise area. Um, my grandfather, he was a military guy, and <clears throat> he had a uh, he bought a cabin uh, at Lake Owyhee in Oregon on the Idaho-Oregon border, and um, it was a, it was a hell of a treat for us kids to, he'd, he'd always make sure he'd grab a couple of us cause he had an old Chevy pickup and, mm-hmm. and, uh, sometimes we'd four wheel in cause there's an old back road that you can take to get there. And, uh, other times he'd, uh, use the same pickup truck and tow the river boat mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we'd, we'd motor into dry Creek and, and, and enjoy some fishing out there. And, um, but yeah, uh. When I was in the city, I was always thinking about that place. I loved right. it there. Right. I just couldn't get enough scorpions and snakes and nobody but us. And that's different than the area that uh, that we live in right now, which is mountainous, snowy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there ain't no scorpions or anything like that. But it's a different area over there. And, and when we first drove over there the first time with you, I remember your eyes like lit up when you saw that oh, landscape. Special place to me. It's doesn't like look like home. much, but uh, I love that place. It turns turns my crank. Yeah. Love it. That's awesome. Um, do you have any good stories of uh, fishing with your grandfather? Um, my grandfather was pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, he always, uh, he was never, you know, we do like first biggest most, you know, when you and I will go fishing, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll always compete. It was never a competition between grandpa right but i remember he always had this this rat Mm -hmm. a rubber rat on his and it was siliconed in and my grandfather would fix anything with duct tape silicone yeah yeah i mean the whole boat's just duct tape and silicone by the end less duct tape more silicone (laughs) he really loved silicone and uh this old river boat he uh i didn't like it at all Mm -hmm. it was creaky and old and but it got us never broke down on us it always got us you know, from the boat ramp to the cabin. And, um, he always put us on the fish. I don't know what the hell he did, but I go and fish those places nowadays and I don't do worth a hell there. Uh, I know exactly where we were fishing. I remember the day. I mean, was it the technique you think I'm using the same stuff? I, I, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just me just being a kid and not being as competitive or, what it was, but um, I can't catch fish in those areas anymore. Wow. I mean, there, there's a whole entire wall on the – if you're sitting at our cabin looking across the reservoir, that's Reese's Rock, and it's like a mile mm-hmm. of cliff. Mm-hmm. And I just slayed them over there. Right. 
Nothing I bet now. you it's been a decade since I've caught a fish over there. Wow. Do you think if he could go back to it, he'd still catch the fish? Oh, yeah. Or do you think there's fish there moved I mean, out? You could spit on the ground and my grandfather would pull a three-pounder <laughs> out of it. I mean, that's just how my grandfather was. Right, it right. didn't matter. It didn't matter if it was trout or steelhead or, mm-hmm. um, you know, I uh, hear stories from my uncles <clears throat> where grandpa was a trout fisherman. Mm-hmm. I never, mm-mm. Trout didn't come in the boat right. with grandpa. Those yeah, what do you call them? Bastards, slime, slime darts, <laughs> slime, slime darts, slime rackets. Yeah, I remember yeah. I would catch one in your boat, and you'd be like, "Get don't don't let that slime yeah, dart in my my boat." I don't even want to touch the net, but better the net <laughs> than the carpet. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Just just fishing with my grandpa. Just uh, I wish I knew what I had. You know, right? You know, when things are gone, yeah, you, know, you get to look back on it and realize what you had. I wish I would have known as a kid. Totally. No, I'm, so. I'm with you. Um, a guy who used to take me out that I would consider a grandfather. Uh, his name was Mike Davis and he would take me shed hunting. He taught me how to trout fish. Um, and now I look back and go, why didn't I soak in more of that information? Um, because now you can't, and those were all secrets. Those were secrets that he was sharing with you only. And, I wish I could have soaked more of it in. Yeah. My grandfather didn't necessarily teach you a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You just watch and learn. You right. Know? And I learned a lot from him, you know, but my, my dad, he's, he's the one who really taught me how to fish. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I don't know. I got this weird gear mm-hmm. when I'm behind or, or I'm losing. Oh, or, I've seen it. I mean, I've got this strange gear. Reese and I, in. Reese and I will play racquetball. <laughs> We'll play racquetball every once in a while. And it doesn't matter how good a shape I'm in. It doesn't matter uh, what kind of shot I do. Reese will find a way to win. And I think some of his strategy is he hits me as hard as he can with the ball one time. And then it makes me scared. And then he gets three points ahead. That's, I think, your strategy. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you today, guys. (laughs) We're not telling stories today. We're going to tell the truth. And that is not how it went This down. is big fish stories. Yeah. Well, I'm not lying. You can lie all you want. <laughs> well, whatever it is, he always finds a way to win. I sure try hard. <clears throat> yeah. I sure try hard. <clears throat> Even when there's no competition going on, I always wanted to catch the biggest. I always wanted to catch the first. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, as kids, we used to, uh, we used to see who could make. So three, you, you make a rod, mm-hmm. you make line. And you make a hook. What do you make a line out of? Well, that's just it. I never was able to make line. <laughs> but if you could, it's a point. Right. right? Okay. So you get a the most unique rod, mm-hmm. the most unique line. I mean, you could use bailing twine if you want, but I've never caught anything with that thicker rope. Right. Unless it was in the ocean. Right. But uh, Maybe a catfish. You know, staples and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Old nails. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It makes me think fish are stupid, which... Uh, <laughs> Takes away from uh, right. a big fish story. Right. Totally. <laughs> um, did your dad, was he super competitive as well? Yeah. So my dad used to fish tournaments. I, uh, um, there used to be a, a, I can't remember the name of the club. is a Tri-Cities club. Um, anyway, I can't remember the actual name of it, but mm-hmm. um, he always used to tell this story that um, he finally got in the money once and uh, – uh, it was him and his brother, Scott, mm-hmm. my uncle, Scott, he, he's the little brother. And, uh, they finally got in the money and they took like, like ninth out of 
hundred people or mm-hmm. seventy people. It was a big tournament, and I always remember that story as a kid. And and both my uncle and my dad would tell him, "It's like you knew better than seventh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shoot for sixth. Yep, you know. And uh, so I don't know. I've always I've always tried to learn from other people, and, mm-hmm. and especially their mistakes. And um, when someone does something really good, I think I can make it better. Right. Uh, so I always take people's people's wins and, mm-hmm. you know, adopt my certain techniques and adopt their philosophy and right. get her done. Right, right. When did you start uh, <clears throat> competing yourself? Well, so they have a tournament called the Dry Creek Invitational, which is uh, all of the cabin owners on Lake Hawaii mm. throw a tournament together. And uh, I can remember... I bet you uh, eight or nine years old was my first first bass tournament. Wow. Um, with your dad? With no, your no. It was me and my buddy Don Compton. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we borrowed. So In a boat at nine? Oh, yeah. Wow. So How old was he? Compton? Yeah. Uh, my, um, we were <laughs> same age. Wow. Right? Okay, so we, cool. So we went down to this old guy's house, uh, uh, cabin, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name's Jerry Wright. Mm-hmm. Um so when you pull into Dry Creek, there's a big cove on your left, and we call it Jerry's Cove, and mm-hmm. Ellie's nipples in the background, and um, <laughs> that's mountain. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and uh, so we go up to Jerry and we ask him, you know, we want to enter this tournament, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, where are you going to fish? Well, we're just going to fish from the bank, Jerry. I mean, I'm going to smoke all you guys from your <laughs> from your dock. Right. I mean, I don't need to leave this cove right here. Right, right. Whoa, and uh, he's like, "Well." we got a little 12 foot aluminum boat up there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it floats, but it's got a motor in the back. If you can get it to run, there you go. Mm-hmm. So it had like a quarter tank of fuel. And I don't even know how we got this boat to fire, but we spent like two hours in the morning trying to get this boat running. Mm-hmm. We finally got it running. We maybe ran a hundred yards and it died on us. Wow. Um, we took fourth wow. in the tournament and we just, you know, drifted back and fished Jerry's Cove. Yep. And, uh, I can't uh, imagine fishing in such a small boat on Hawaii. Well, and I've been this big pretty much since birth. It was uh, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of room for us in that little boat. Right. I mean, I might only been you know eight or nine years old. But, right, right. Um, Do you have a little makeshift live well? All that? Or no, we just put them on a stringer, man. <laughs> but we had to keep them alive. Right, right. You know, that's part of the game. You, you know, catch and release. I've been about. I like eating fish. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I'd rather catch them twice than eat them once when it comes right. to bass. Yeah. I love them. Thanks. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. They're fun. Um, so you first started at Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you start figuring out some of the surrounding lakes, especially in Idaho? You know, my dad, uh, golfing and fishing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I knew I was in trouble if I showed up and the boat was gone mm-hmm. and he didn't tell me about it. My dad called it in and. No notification. <laughs> and I didn't get spanked or slapped or yeah. talking to. I just got in and, mm-hmm. and uh, almost, I'd say more often than not, we were on the water after school mm-hmm. um, or golfing or something. Yep. But uh, Swan Falls, Lucky Peak, you know, the Boise surrounding areas, Lake Lowell, mm-hmm. weekly. Yeah. We fished them. Lake Hawaii was a treat. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent more time elsewhere, but. Lake Hawaii was a treat. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, Boise area's got some pretty good bass fishing. 
Yeah, that's surprising to me. Like, <clears throat> it's not surprising to me now. But I remember I grew up on the rivers. I grew up at Magic Reservoir um, just catching trout. Uh, and I loved catching trout. Uh, my whole goal was to catch 30-inch brown, 30-inch rainbow. That's all I wanted to do. I had no clue that there was even bass in Idaho until I was introduced to you. And that was what? Seven years ago, eight years ago, something like that. Well, so I moved here in 2012. Mm-hmm. Oh, ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, because the church was right across the street from my house. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah I, don't, so, I don't think we really started hanging out probably till 2013. But uh, right, yeah, yeah. So nine, eight, nine years <clears> ago. <throat> yeah, um, and I think we went to Magic the first time, which is a lake oh, that yeah. I grew up on fishing. Oh, I remember that. Had I no, I, oh, there was, there was a little, like every once in a while you'd catch a bass, but they were so, I thought I, I probably didn't even recognize the difference between that and a perch. I just didn't understand that there were plentiful bass in mm-hmm. this lake and we go and catch 40 or 50 small bass. Oh yeah. And I was completely hooked on these tiny little bass. I was done. Well, trout I, fishing I see, after uh, you know, starting off with stories here. I, I, I recall this trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hooked a good one that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> what uh huh. What happened? It was what is what happened is I called for the net, <laughs> and uh, somebody uh-huh. couldn't find the net. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. <clears throat> where, where was the net, Tyler? Probably under my foot. You were standing <laughs> on it. Yeah. And I lost the biggest bass I have ever hooked in magic to date. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Not that had you have got the net out, would we have got that fish? Cause We've had a few funny net stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The netter is just as important as the More important. fisherman. More important. Um, I, I lost a five-pounder for my wife, and I was the net man. Ooh, tell us that oh, story. Man. We were at Walcott in a tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, struggling. But if... If we place, mm-hmm. all we need is third. Right. We don't need first. Mm-hmm. We don't even need big fish. Mm-hmm. But if we can get third, we get angler of the year. Mm-hmm. Team of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it, awesome. It's, uh, I've only been in that spot twice, and mm-hmm. I've uh, I've got team of the year, but I still haven't got an AOI yet. Right. Um, but yeah, she hooked a good one. I knew it was a good one. I don't think she understood. Mm-hmm. I knew. Right. I, I set all my drags. I know. I know You'd what it sounds it. like you when, can hear when it. you got something heavy on there. You'd hear it. Oh, you yeah. couldn't see it. <laughs> oh, man. 60 seconds. Man, this fish comes up right at the boat. I mean, I'm ready. I got the net. Mm-hmm. I mean, tongue out. I mean, we're getting ready for this thing, right? <laughs> yeah. And I take a stab at it. It dives. It peels some drag. Mm-hmm. Comes back up. Go to stab at it again. It goes off the other. It's just not ready. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can't. You can't rush a good thing. Not a big thing. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Right. I mean, if, if it's big, it's going to do whatever the hell it wants to you. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't ready. It wasn't tired. And I took a third stab at it, missed it, caught a little piece of that crankbait sticking out of its oh. mouth. It hooked the net, jerked it out of the fish's face. Oh. Pain train. Mm. She still hasn't let me live that down. Right. <sighs> What was your immediate attitude after this? Anger. <laughs> Anger. No poles broken. Uh, no. That's no. Good. No. I'm not. Uh, I don't typically break stuff when I'm angry. No. You get quiet. Yeah. 
real quiet. It was it was a pretty quiet rest of the trip. Yep. Because that happened fairly early. Like, it was going to be a good start. Yep. Um, yeah, it was a bad day, man. Yeah, I've experienced a couple of those days with you. Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell a story from Cascade. Um, Reese and I were fishing Cascade. This was our second day. We did okay on the first day. Second day, you and I are struggling to catch anything. It's We've already missed the golden hour on the water, to my memory. We've mm-hmm. missed the first hour. And so now it's we know it's going to be a grind. We're just covering ground. Yeah, it's going to be a grind the rest of the day, trying to get five fish in the boat and then trying to upgrade from there. But first, you got to get five fish in the boat. Mm-hmm. And you don't talk at all. There's very little communication. It is quiet well, until we start getting fish in the boat. You don't eat till you got five. And I get you. And I think we had one. Yeah. And I knew we were a long way from eating. Right. I right. wasn't happy about it. <laughs> so... You catch a fish, you're trying to reel it in. It's it's an okay fish, but it's it's right around the boat, and obviously we really need it. And here I come in with the net, and the first first dunk, boom, just smack the fish right off of so right you off your it right on the head. <laughs> and you go, what are you doing? You bonked it right on the head. And then you turn around and you sit back down. And the first thing I could think of was, well, I got to make this a little bit funny. So I said, don't worry. I'll, that was a tiny one. I'll catch more of that. You're like, mm-hmm. you're like, screw you. It, it doesn't matter if it's a tiny one. We need fish in the boat. Yep. And then I got a photo, I think, of you flipping me off. That's all I had for you. <laughs> and then I don't That's think it. we spoke until we got five fish in the boat. Did we get five fish in the boat? We did. Yeah, <sighs> barely. Because I remember catching a good one that day. Yeah. We didn't know that body of water very well. No. Now, the first day we did actually pretty good we caught some on top water mm-hmm. uh, first we caught one oh, on the right island the boat ramp, huh? yeah and then we caught i think the second day actually we caught that big large mouth mm-hmm. on top water too yep um it's a, it, it's a fun lake but it's a struggle it's if you don't know where finicky. it's at yeah, yeah it's and then finicky. the guys who beat us found one small pocket one log or something like that where all of these large mouth were just jam-packed in there and that spot was only big enough for them. There was no no way any other boats could fit in there unless they let them fit in there. Mm-hmm. And those guys just killed it. Those same guys got angry of the year this year. Did they? Like, oh, that was them. That was the SQ oh, boys. Oh, yeah. awesome. So kudos to them, even though yep. they pissed me off that day. That was miserable. We ended yeah. up getting second, I think, in that tournament. We did. But not, it wasn't even close to the weight that they got because oh, they no, found they had just 17 one and change. Pocket. I think we had 12. Yeah. You know the, uh, the guy I bought my trolling motor from, mm-hmm. um, Kelly? Kelly. Yeah. Uh, he, I remember last year, you left because the fishing was so bad. You're like, I'm not doing this a second day. Is that Cascade? Yeah, Cascade. Oh, yeah. yeah, I took up drinking that day. <laughs> <laughs> he came, uh, Everyone caught maybe 10 pounds, like 10 pounds was around the mm-hmm. average. And he came in with like 20 pounds with some of the biggest largemouth bass I've seen okay. in Idaho. Yeah, and guess uh, guess who was fishing right next to him all day? You? This guy. <laughs> I don't even know how he I, did it. I knew what he was fishing with. I yeah. knew where he was fishing. Yeah. I saw him catch them. Gosh. I couldn't do it. It's some of these old guys just know. It's devastating. They just know how to do it. Yeah. And they don't tell you how, but they know how. 
I don't know. I was there. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Tell me your most devastating story. Most devastating story. Of a fish that you should have had. So I I don't know that it would be that devastating now, Mm -hmm. but I was at that age. I was at Lake Hawaii in Jerry's Cove. I was fishing with my Uncle Dane, who, for some reason, I always really wanted to impress my Uncle Dane. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just a man's man, hunter, chucker hunter. Mm-hmm. And you know anything about chucker hunting? You better be in damn good shape. Mm-hmm. Oh, guy is just amazing. Got to cover a lot his, of ground. You know, his dogs, I I don't know, just amazing. Mm-hmm. His, his dogs were were the best hunting dogs you've ever seen in your life. You know, he's had great gear, owned his own business, just a guy to look up to. Cream of the crop. Yeah. Right. And uh, I got to say, this is one of my small handful. I don't think I've ever fished with him more than five times. Mm -hmm. Like I can count in my entire life. That's how many times I've fished with him. Mm -hmm. I want to say this is my first time in a boat with him. Mm -hmm. I'm probably... 10 years old, I hook a toad. <laughs> I'm talking a big boy. Oh, man. King of the lake. Biggest fish in the lake, mm-hmm. and it's a big lake. Yeah. It had to have been a catfish. Mm-hmm. We were not fishing for catfish, mm-hmm. bass only. And, uh, oh, man, it's taking line. Yep. It's taking me out deep. We're running them down. And my Uncle Dane is ribbing me. Mm-hmm. I know it's a bass. Like, I'm setting state records today. <laughs> bass, right? <laughs> uh, this thing comes up, and it, it swirls. Like, you couldn't quite see the fish, but you seen the swirl yep. on top. I was like, unk. <laughs> Catfish don't do that. Right. Right. This is a bass. <laughs> well, it makes a dive back down, and it comes free. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's gone. I just drop everything, rod in the bottom of the boat, uh-huh. tears in my eyes. Yep. Now he's making fun of me. Oh, I never wanted to punch a grown man in the pecker <laughs> so bad. Still to this day, I think of that and yep. want to punch him still. Yep. Oh, <laughs> he made me furious. Do you know it for sure it was a bass? It was a damn catfish. No, looking back now, right. it was just too big. Right. It was just way too big. I mean, yep. like. So he's ribbing 20 you because plus pound fish. He's ribbing you because he knows it was a catfish, but you he are knew. positive oh, it's a bass. Absolutely yeah, bass. Yeah. It was a bass. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean looking back on it, it was not, but I was devastated for years. Yeah. Like probably should have sought counseling. Right. I mean I'm surprised he's alive. I was so <laughs> angry at this man. And my little cousin's in there and he's yeah. you know. They're both ribbing you now. He wouldn't say shit if you had a mouthful, right? right. And he's just grinning <laughs> ear to ear. And God, I was mad. That's funny. How old were you? Probably 10. 10? Yeah, I was. <laughs> got a couple of tournaments under my belt. Yeah. I think yep. I'm pretty hot shit. Gosh. Then, tournaments under your belt at the age of 10. Yeah. Well, I started at Well, they weren't quite something. like tournaments like me and you were doing. Right. You know. They're a he. Well, they were invitational only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cabin tournaments. You gotcha. Know pontoon boats are showing up at these things right you know, right it's not like not like our tournaments that we're going to where you got sponsors yeah. and right 
paint the picture of what our tournaments are like for people who don't know. There's a lot of people who do bass fishing. Of course, there's a lot of people in the Midwest who do well, a lot of largemouth, yeah. Texas largemouth. See, then that's where bass are known, you know, right. over in the, the southern and eastern part of the country. I mean, California, the Delta, Clear Lake, mm-hmm. Berryessa, you know, those, those places are, are well known for bass. Mm-hmm. Not the Snake River, not Idaho. Right. I mean, hell, not even like Wyoming or or Colorado Mm -hmm. or the Dakotas or Montana. I mean, it's just not. We're trout. We're we got the best trout fishing in the world. Right. I don't do it, Mm -hmm. but I know it's there (laughs) because I see all these fairy dick holding (laughs) bastards running around with these (laughs) rods. They got rod holders on the top of their pickups that are worth more than my camper. Right. I mean, yep. Good for them. Right. But, uh, yeah, so, so to paint a picture for, for us. Very, a lot of people don't know there's bass here, first no, of all. No, Snake River, I mean, it goes from, I don't even know where it starts, but it's a big river. Doesn't it connect to the Columbia? It does, but I don't know where it actually starts. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but it's a, it's a. Known for sturgeon, yep. big sturgeon. Sturgeon, catfish, yep. trout. Yeah. And b- pretty decent bass. Pretty large and smallmouth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, year-round fishing. Yep. You know, it gets tough in January. Mm-hmm. It's hard to catch fish in January. I just went out last week and didn't touch one. Right. Caught some sturgies, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so our tournaments, they're just like big tournaments, just smaller scale. We do have some big ones. You know, if you go to an open, um, there's some 100-plus boat tournaments. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you show up in the morning, and it's just dark. Right. Windy show up way before sunrise. Oh, yeah, I mean – you got no business being on the roads at this time. Right. I mean, just you're asking to get pulled over to get a DUI at these <laughs> kind of hours that we're driving to these lakes. Oh, yeah. You and I have for sure left 2.30, in the morning. Yeah, to drive three hours and wait two more before we even get on the road. Right. Water. Yep. Yeah, you just crest the hill and it's like, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Angels appear. Oh, man, there's lights. Yep millions of dollars mm-hmm. worth of boats and trucks and campers yep. and people that I'm just going to smash <laughs> is the plan. Right. I just, oh, I want nothing more than to just show all these old boys with way more money than I'll mm-hmm. ever have. And oh, I love it. Yep. But floating out on the water with the smell of two cycle in the air and <laughs> man, it's like NASCAR, you yep. know, but better. It is like NASCAR. And more dangerous. Because <laughs> that's the oh, one thing man. I ever knew was a thing, was how bass fishermen take off in these tournaments and how fast these boats go. You know, a lot of people say you can't catch fish doing 70 miles miles an hour, but, <laughs> but they I, try. Say, I say you can't catch fish if I get to your hole first. <laughs> True. Right? Yep. You know? And I've um, witnessed that firsthand, where the first boat that gets to the spot gets the big fish. Yeah. That's and true. So these guys invest a lot of money in into he, getting there quick. A lot of these guys have been fishing tournaments longer than you and I have been alive. Oh, yeah. So to show up and rub their nose in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's sweet, brother. <laughs> it is sweet. Right. Totally. I love it. Yep. I wish I could do it more. Yeah. You so just the, can't win them all. So the launch, the way it works, is each boat, you draw, draw, you draw, numbers, draw numbers out of a hat. Yeah, poker chips. Yep, and then each boat gets its opportunity to take off. Yeah, um, you get a banner on, so you find the guy who's in front of you. You know, if we're number thirteen or whatever. Yep, 
you're looking for boat number 12 because yeah. you're going to follow boat number 12 around no matter what the hell they're doing. Right. Because you're after them. And most of the time when you start, the water is perfectly calm. Oh, yeah. Until you start. And, and if yeah. you're not first boat off the water, you're hitting waves that – you're going for through me, the washing machine. For me, never experiencing this type of boating. First time I went with you, I thought for sure I'm going to die. For sure. <laughs> you, I mean, you hit these waves at a 45-degree angle, and you're flying up in the air sideways oh, yeah. and landing back down. I I didn't know boats were supposed to go out of the water uh, like They that. are, but the faster you go, the smoother <laughs> it is. And I remember I'd be like looking at you, and you'd look at me, and you'd go, you just got to ride through it. Yeah. <laughs> you just if, if you think you're supposed to slow down, you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, and I just remember being terrified until getting used to it. Oh, yeah. Um, but we've lost. I mean, you've lost poles out of the boat. Uh, I've lost fish out of the we boat. We lost a chair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At American Falls. <laughs> yep. Man, chair what a nasty body of water. Yeah. That one's the scariest for me. But looking back on that, mm-hmm. one of us should have probably had a seat pedestal removed from our face on that day (laughs) yeah oh yeah totally i was going absolutely as fast as that little 18 and a half foot skeeter would go oh yeah in like how fast does it go 50 with your big ass in there (laughs) 45 no we'll do we'll do about 55 (laughs) okay you and i but on the i hear people talk about rollers and i hear these four and five foot roller stories Mm mm-hmm these are solid three foot rollers, yeah. which is not okay for my boat. Right. It's, we shouldn't have been out there. Mm-hmm. And we were all the way at the dam. Yep. And our boat launch is all the way on the opposite side of where we were. On flat water, it's what, 35 minutes, 40 minutes? Uh, not at American Falls. I bet you we for were. For my boat, it's probably 35. Yeah, we're probably 12 to 15 minutes to yeah. go from one end to the other. You know, we're talking 10, 12 mile lake. Right. And when you there's know, big rollers, that 15 minutes is a long 15 man, minutes. Man, you get your back adjusted. <laughs> yeah. Not in a good way. Right. You know, you come out of there hunched over and three inches shorter. <laughs> I mean, it's yep. just a rough day. Yeah. But, uh, man, I love tournaments. I yeah. wish I could fish them more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this last couple of years, you've taken a little hiatus, starting your business. own business. Yeah. It's been yeah. good. Getting that rolling. And then once that's rolling, you'll just do bass tournaments all the time. Maybe. Yeah. Tell me, you've told me a few stories about, um, speaking of cheating, you found some people that you've caught actually cheating. Yeah. Uh, can you tell some of those stories? Um, so we're talking to a lot of people probably listening, do fish at a certain capacity, but wouldn't even know how you could possibly cheat in a tournament. (sighs) Okay, and you've so, been able to catch people cheating. I so I, the the people that I have caught cheating, I have not actually been involved in the tournament. Mm-hmm. They didn't get turned in or caught. Okay, I just know somebody was cheating. So we're out at uh, CJ Strike. Mm-hmm. We're fishing pretty good sized body of water. I mean, mm-hmm. you got Snake River Arm where you can go shit from the dam. You can go probably twenty miles to Indian Cove, mm-hmm. and then a riverboat. You can go even further. Um, or you can go, you know, six, seven miles up into the Bruno Arm. Mm-hmm. Well, we're fishing the Narrows, and uh, we live in the high desert. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of trees. Mm-hmm. There's some shrubbery. There's right. some uh, sagebrush. Uh, sagebrush. Um, well, I'm fishing along. I get my crankbait caught up, and since being older and actually having a job, mm-hmm. I, I 
spend a little bit more money on my fishing gear. Mm -hmm. And when it snags up, you try to get it back. You Mm -hmm. know, just, it's not my dad's, right? My dad's lure. I'll just die on another one, you Mm -hmm. know, not, not nowadays. Yeah. I'm going to get my $20 back. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, I got it caught on what I think is a crab net, you Mm -hmm. know, not a crab, a a crawdad, crawdad pot. Right. Yep. And, uh, it's not a crawdad pot. These guys have two big largemouth mm-hmm. on a stringer. Wow. On a chunk of, it's a paint bucket yep. full of concrete. Mm-hmm. And about two feet under the surface is a, a buoy, like a like yep. a float. Right. So they can find well, it. Well, that's what I got caught on. And mm-hmm. I thought I had a fish because I jerk it and it zzz, and then it would stop. But I was pulling that can off the bottom. Gotcha. Yeah. Pull some drag. Well, after about 10 seconds of fighting what I think is a monster, Mm -hmm. I realize it's just a limb or something. Right. Well, I pull it up, and there's a pair of four, maybe five-pound largemouth. Gosh. I just let them go. Yeah. Yeah, took them off the stringer. Put the buoy back. Yep. I bet you those boys are devastated. (laughs) I bet. Devastated. They thought they had it in the bag. Yeah. They were probably dinking around. All Was it on a tournament day? Oh, yeah. There was a tournament going on. Yeah. Okay. And I was pre-fishing. They were probably them. waiting. They probably saw your boat out there and were just waiting for you yeah, to leave. There's a lot of a lot of boat traffic. I mean, you know how the Narrows are. Oh, yeah. I've, I've counted over 100 boats in the Narrows. Yeah. And this is a mile stretch of very narrow. Right. Crop called the Narrows for a reason. Right. It's narrow. Yeah. I mean, you can't go on plane when there's that many boats. You're just no. idling around these Googans out there. Just, right. Ugh. Yeah. Crappie fishermen. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. They got a right to it as well. Right. These bass tournaments, as you progress and get into bigger ones and bigger ones and bigger ones you're not talking a thousand dollars for winning you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars in a boat and fishing or trucks or yeah so cheating it becomes a really big deal and over the last few years we've seen people who uh we've we've gotten reports of people who will treble hook weights inside fish mm-hmm. to make their fish way more. Oh yeah. Um, and then those fish swim off and die and fishing game finds them later. Oh yeah. Um, so it's, these types of tournaments have become big business oh, yeah. and, uh, people have to now continually change the way that they weigh the fish. They have to scan them. They have to Absolutely. scan boats. I mean, it's just from people not being and... honest, people not being honest. Cause they know they could make six figures yeah. if they, do some dishonest work. Yep. You know, I fished those big clubs and I did pretty well in them mm-hmm. and made some good money. And, um, I, I prefer the local clubs. There's not quite as much money in it, but you can still get your fuel paid for. And right. Right. And you're dealing with rod and you're dealing with some pretty quality people. Mostly. Yeah. You're, you're dealing for, for the most part, you're, if you're struggling, mm-hmm. you don't have to ask. Right. They're going to be like, Hey, yeah, here's a, here, put these on hundred percent. You know what's really funny? Mm. I've done that so many times with people. Oh, I invite them over. You've been in the boat, oh. and they still can't oh. catch them. I mean, it's like give me that rod, let me hook it for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just <laughs> yeah. some days you just we had not holding your mouth. Right. I'll tell that story because um, I was so mad at you for it. This is the only time I think I've been mad at you for being nice. Usually, <laughs> I'm mad at you for being mean. Uh-huh. I was mad at you for being nice because we were. We were catching the crap out of these fish and no, everyone else didn't seem to be catching anything. And I think we were just happened to be on the right 
hole in the right area at the right depth. Oh yeah. Which is obviously at the right time of year. Yeah. Um, (laughs) the right temperature of water. And we're probably, I don't know, a hundred yards away from these guys. And you actually motored over to them and said, fish along this stretch. Um, and we were right ahead of them fishing. So they were just kind of barely behind us. Mm -hmm. And now that they knew where that line was, they, we went from first place and they were probably in ninth, 10th place. They, they only had one fish in the boat. Yeah. They and then were, they were back in the pack. For and sure. then all of a sudden we're weighing in and they beat us. They sure did. <laughs> we only had a couple hours yeah, left. But, that, fishing. But, but those same guys, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, good, good, good friend. Oh of yeah. Mine. Absolutely. And, uh, I do it again, man. Oh yeah. Knowing those are the guys. Were, those are the guys to give the information to. Yeah. Um, they and they me a lot. Yeah, they'll, especially on, like a lot of people don't realize it's all about knowing this, the specific bodies of water. Oh yeah. And these guys know all of these different, different specific bodies of water, except probably this lake. This is probably their least good lake. Mm -hmm. Um, And you and I know it because it's closer to us. Yeah, Yeah, it's in our backyard. But there's a lot of lakes along the Snake River where I don't know what I'm doing. And I show up to these clubs and those are the guys I go and say, hey. Just help, like where, what, like point me in the right direction, yeah. and they'll usually point you in the right direction. Yeah, Sometimes they, they may lead you a little astray. No, they'll <laughs> they'll get you in the right vicinity. You're right, exactly. Yeah, no, they're great guys. Uh, yeah, you know, we don't have a lot of young guys in this sport anymore, right? And so, well, I think it's because there's a, a disconnect, which I'm hoping to solve a lot of that with web development, videos, you know, all that kind of stuff, but there's a little bit of a disconnect where the information is not easily available for a lot of these guys to just jump into a club and understand the rules and, and start going. Oh yeah. Um, and so hopefully as we have younger guys like us jumping in who understand having clear information on a website so people can understand the rules, understand what they're getting into, what time to show up, what lake is on what date, um, and giving people those, those, basic insights i think will start to lead to more younger fishermen jumping in well i know the the website you made for for the idaho bass hunters mm-hmm. man it's super easy yeah you don't know where the boat launch is click the little map thing right google map right to it right I mean, it, hopefully i put the right location in. hopefully <laughs> <clears throat> but uh yeah and that club's uh i mean it's gotta be the biggest in our area really right now. Yeah. wow it's grown Over, quite a bit i, I was what, shocked we've had that banquet. website up for Four years? Yeah. Yep. I was shocked at the banquet this year. Tons of people. The very next year. Mm -hmm. I mean, usually when you fish a tournament, it's like NASCAR. Mm -hmm. You know, you get points. Right. The pounds of fish, the place you took. Mm -hmm. I mean, all that comes into play. And sometimes you got to wait two weeks to to see where you finished. Right. If you didn't get a trophy – you don't know. Right. Right? Totally. You don't know. Yeah. And so when you did that site, and we were just so interactive and fast, mm-hmm. and it drew a lot of people into that club. Right. And that club. Uh, I've been seeing some younger guys in it. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Need some young leadership in there. And, yeah. you know, Frank and Stephanie and Jim, and mm-hmm. they're all doing a great job over there. Right. So, um, yeah, hats off to those people. You yeah. Know, Skyler Hill. and. Uh, Brad Perkins over at Dry Creek and yeah. all those guys that are just instrumental in our these bass tournaments. Totally, these clubs. It's just and keeping keeping people it's going. Crazy, yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Tell me a, unless you already did a story that completely hooked you into hooked you quote unquote into bass fishing. I get hooked every year, Tyler. What about like I, one of the first ones? Did you ever have so a story wanna, where you're like, this is what I want to do? So as a kid, I had two dreams, professional golf or professional bass fishing. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I pointed at your hat because I thought it was a Titleist hat. Oh, uh, no. Like, no, that's, golf a, that's, a, that's a bassaholic yeah, hat. Yeah, my bad. And uh, I don't know. There's still a little kid inside of me that thinks I could probably do either one, but mm-hmm. I'm just not that good, man. I'm not that good. <laughs> You're pretty damn good uh, at golf. I'm a better fisherman than I am golfer. <laughs> Fuck you, good. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> You're great at fisher at fishing, but every every person uh, I've heard go with you golfing is like, holy it, shit! This I guy love can it. Golf. I just it doesn't matter what I do, man. You got to beat everyone around. Fight fucking foot race and win all three, man. That's my <laughs> motto. Yeah, I just uh, just competitive. Yeah, but uh, you know, I get hooked every year. There's always something that happens mm-hmm. that that just pumps new life into me for whatever it is whether it be golf or mm-hmm. fishing or even just hearing some of these stories about hunting i haven't killed anything since mm-hmm. the first deer i killed you know um but man i'd say uh i took about an eight-year hiatus from doing anything mm-hmm. and uh uh i went and fished that dry creek invitational mm-hmm cabin tournament was the first tournament I fished after my eight years off. Mm -hmm. And uh, my dad invited me. He's like, we got to go do this. You know, we did really good. And, um, yeah, he'd been racking up trophies as I was gone. I remember we went to Walmart and I bought this Rick Clun. Uh, I don't even know what the splatterback, they Mm -hmm. call it a Michael Jackson because it's part black, part white. And it's, (laughs) it's all, it's all, uh, like splatter back white with like a, a black on yep. it and uh my dad's laughing at me it's this little it's a fucking crappie bait is what it is right. but it looked good yeah it just yeah. it called to me yep so i buy this two dollar and 49 cent bait and mm-hmm. man i can't cast this thing worth a shit mm-hmm. it's windy it's light i realized it didn't have any rattles in it mm-hmm. which i like noise when we're at this tournament they have Unlike an actual bass tournament, this is just a, a coffee pot tournament, if you will. Right. And they got big crappie, most crappie, most weight. Mm-hmm. But you can have unlimited. If you got 5,000 crappie, you can weigh them. Mm-hmm. Um, so big crappie, most crappie, big trash fish, which is a horse's ass award, <laughs> big bass, whether it be largemouth or smallmouth, and most weight. So there's five categories. Wow. So we show up at this tournament. We go all the way to the end of the lake. I mean, you can't go any further. It's river, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't, I don't know why, but everywhere I fish, it's as far as I can go until I'm in scary shallow water. Oh yeah, and that's where the fish are. <laughs> Even though there's probably fish right under the goddamn boat right. ramp, I go clear to the end, yep. and then we can start working our way back. So we get all the way to the end, and it's a forty minute. 40-minute boat. Well, ride. I was in my dad's riverboat, so we're talking an hour. Oh, geez. I mean, this thing's a tank, and it don't go fast. It's mm-hmm. just loud. It sounds like it's hauling ass. And uh, so we're in his riverboat, and, man, I 
thought it was a rock. I mean, we're talking six, seven casts mm-hmm. in with this little tiny lure, and I'm, I might be able to cast it 40 feet. Mm-hmm. Well, we get up around this point, and now the wind's kind of going back towards where we just fished. And I give this thing about a 70-foot cast because mm-hmm. I had some wind with me. And as soon as it hits the water, I was like, God, I'm too close to the bank. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, man. And I go to snap it, you know, pop the line off. Yeah. But it tugged on me right before I snapped it. It goes, <laughs> so, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Tyler. <laughs> it was a tank. Yeah. This thing was a little over seven pounds. Oh, man. And we're talking first fish in almost a decade. Yeah. Almost seven awesome. pounds. Yep. Almost. Or it was actually almost eight pounds. It was yep. a li- little over seven. And, uh, man, we get it in. I mean, and I'm using some Walmart rod. Mm-hmm. I think I got some decent rods there, but I sure. didn't have money for it. Right. I mean, shit, the amount of money I had, I had like $50 in my name and 45 of it was on a fucking Jamba Juice card, <laughs> right? That my mother gave me. Yeah. And, uh, so I got this shitty rod that mm-hmm. one of my buddies helped me out with because he knew I was going to going to fish and yep. an absolute toad brother yeah is that your biggest fish no, no. biggest largey biggest smallie mm, no was i got smallie it was a large mouth okay and uh we landed it mm-hmm. i mean we get it in and my dad was standing in the net like you were that one day he's panicked because this thing jumped out of the water oh, yeah. twice and i get i don't even know what kind of line i had on i only use one kind of line now and yeah only a couple of different kinds of rods and only one kind of reel. And, you know, I'm pretty set in my ways, but then I just didn't care. I just wanted to be fishing, you know? And, uh, we land this thing and I I know I have big fish. Yep. Done son. Yep. Check Mm -hmm. four more categories. (laughs) Well, we end up, we end up catching like 24 pounds of bass and we're still catching fish. I mean, we probably could add closer to 30. I mean, we are catching some absolute studs. Right. And uh, it just sun shines on a dog's ass every now and again. Yeah. And it was our day, man. I had my tail up and enjoying the sun. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And uh, so then we start going after some crappie. Mm-hmm. We only caught one. <laughs> and it was a good one. Yep. So we got a good crappie. Yeah, yeah we're probably not going to win most crappie, but mm-hmm. we might have a shot of big crappie because it's a slab. Right. And then we go back to fishing for bass because, you know, why not? Right. We're just having such a good day. and. Fucking Moby Dick smacks this crankbait again. I mean, I think I got an even bigger bass yeah. on. It's a big old channel cat. Mm, I yeah. don't know what the hell he was doing up so shallow, but right. it's like a, a little over 30 pounds. It was hanging out of the bucket. I mean, we don't even have the fancy scales. It's just a regular digital yeah. fish scale. Yeah. Holes drilled on the bottom of the bucket and mm-hmm. from catfish hanging out of it. <laughs> we ended up winning most crappie yep. with one. No way. Biggest crappie yep. with one. Big bass, uh-huh. most weight in bass, and the horse's ass award. All five <laughs> categories, we clean sweeped the entire cabin, That's which awesome. had never been done. That's cool. Oh, people were mad at us. Oh, I bet. And some, that, that's some good coffee can money right there. And that right there was probably the reason why I'm fishing the kind of tournaments I am today. Right. That day right there with my dad mm-hmm. on that body of water, you know, uh, it's good. Completely hooked, yeah. Oh man, and I was hooked before, right. but it was just loved it. Awesome, loved it. So obviously, for you, you're a big believer in 
getting people out there, teaching them how to fish, getting more people on the water, more people into this sport. You've obviously learned a lot of life lessons from doing this. Um, and I happen to be a lucky recipient of your generosity and showing me how to do this, this type of sport and how to get into the tournaments and stuff like that, which I'm loving. I look forward to every year. Uh, we had a, kind of a fun experience and I have a, a quick little story of when we won our Owyhee tournament. Um, we did that same thing where we blasted all the way to the back of the lake, 40 minutes or however long it takes, mm -hmm. uh, and didn't catch a single thing. Nothing. Waste of a trip. Nothing. And so we're slowly meandering back and you look over and you're like, maybe there's something on that point. I don't know if it's a, a, a spot that you commonly fish. It was like a little island. Oh, well, I, I remember that island. Yes. Uh, I believe you named that, uh. Oh, don't tell me, don't, don't you tell me. <laughs> it was the Brood Bakery. The Brute Bakery. Oh, the Brute Bakery. Yes. There we go. I named uh, it after a, a popular YouTuber. Uh, he made his whole pond. He's trying to make it, but he's not doing a good job. Trying to make it into a brute factory, a big okay, bass big, pond. Big bass pond. Well, yep. but we found it, so it's it's brute bakery. It's brute bakery on Hawaii now. Yeah. Uh, so so that is not a. Uh, so the historic water levels at that time, we we were in. Uh, so the Hawaiis were in a drought for mm -hmm. a couple of years, back to back to back, and the water was quite low. I don't know if you remember. It's low and muddy. launching launching the boat, but yeah. uh, we backed down like a three quarters of a mile mm -hmm. of, of ramp yep. and uh yeah it was it was uh i'd never seen that spot before mm. i mean i'd fished it when it was 30 feet underwater right you know in the winter when fish are that deep right but, um so yeah it was just uh look good that's yeah. it but you know yeah. spawning time in the spring it was this little nipple sticking out of the water that had deep water all around it yeah um man and so I we put, lit on them that day, didn't we? Oh, it was so fun, especially because we knew if we blasted all the way up this thing and didn't catch anything, people are going to be struggling today. Oh, yeah. Well, and we had, you know, a lot of people don't know that body of water, and we had right. a lot of people come up that far with us yeah. because they didn't know the way, and there's islands you got to dodge and right. shallow water. And yep. A lot of people don't think it's possible to get up there. It's, come on, boys. Right. Let me show you the trail, you know. <laughs> right, Good luck. Right. Yep. Um, and so you 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 said let's try this this island. We started kind of going around it. It was really shallow right at the beginning of that island, maybe yep. a foot less. Yeah. Uh, and I threw on probably one of the weirdest weird a weird rig. I had a tube on, but it was a weightless tube, and it was uh, giant a Texas rig. It was giant. It was a giant tube. Giant. <laughs> it was a giant green and red tube. Yeah, like like pulling behind a freaking saltwater boat <laughs> on a green stick for tuna. This thing yep. was giant. Yep. I can't believe you put that ugly and I, bastard on. I Texas rigged it because I just wanted to be able to get it over to the island because we couldn't get close enough. So yeah, it was too shallow. It, yeah, I couldn't get it close enough, so I just put on something big, yep. but something I knew that wouldn't sink and get caught in the weeds. Yep. Um, threw it out there and caught my biggest fish, which yep. is five, five, six, five like and a half. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I reel it in and I am stoked. This thing is 
fat, full of eggs, like big fish. Did you get big fish of the year? Uh, I did. On that fish? I did yeah. on that fish because nice. there were a few people who caught some, uh, some bigger fish, but they didn't qualify because they weren't. Oh, they just fished one tournament. It was on that lake, actually, yeah. on that day that someone yeah. caught a bigger one, but they didn't right. fish enough tournaments to yeah, qualify. You got to fish at least four tournaments. Yeah. Yep. So I caught a big fish, but I reel this thing in and you're like, well, shit, I got to try that spot too. You cast in right after me and catch a toad too. Oh, and yeah. you, you reel oh, it I in. Loved it. And you weighed my fish beforehand, <laughs> and then you weighed yours, and you started laughing and laughing. Oh, yeah. and you're like, "My fish is one ounce bigger than yours," yeah, or something like that. And I'm like, "No way!" Yeah. I was like, "No way!" That is, there's no way. My fish <laughs> clearly looks bigger. You're like, "Mine's just longer." Like that's just. I'm sorry, it's just I a little bit think, bigger. I let you think that all, all day. day. <laughs> all oh, day, I'm man. trying to. Ca- I'm trying to beat my own fish oh, to yeah. try to, but. Strategy worked. It I mean, worked. We got you to was the catching them all day, man. I think it was literally yeah, as you, we're pulling into the dock, you're like, just so you know, your fish is it's bigger. Yeah, it is bigger. <laughs> just I'm not going to steal it from you. I'm just right. trying to motivate you throughout right. the day here. It worked. Because one big fish ain't enough on that body of water. You need five. Yep, it worked. That was a two-day yeah. tournament. And uh, I think every Hawaii tournament that you and I have done, we've won that yeah. tournament. Well, uh, you know, uh, you a lot know of that's luck. I do know it, but. We didn't have big fish. I mean, right. a five pound, it's a good fish, but yeah, not yeah. for there. Right. Totally. The yeah. first time, the first, and that, that was a, both those days were tough. I, I mean, I think we caught maybe 10 fish each all day, which is low amount for oh, Hawaii. Yeah. But the first tournament you and I did, we were calling out three and a half pounds oh, all yeah. day, which was so yeah. fun. Well, something that turns me on more than just about anything else is, is on that same, on day one. Mm-hmm. So, so that was day two that you got into the brute bakery. Yes. Uh, uh, day one, we, we ran all the way up mm-hmm. the river to what's called warm springs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we caught a couple up there mm-hmm. on day one. And then, uh, we went back to what's called crash rock, mm-hmm. which when the water's at a certain level, it has eaten a couple of boats. Mm-hmm. It is a boat graveyard down yeah. there. And, uh, so we were on crash rock and, uh, uh, couple of sticks steve vining and and skylar hill were were fishing this this same point but mm-hmm. they weren't fishing the right side of it right and we pulled in there and we're fishing weightless senkos <laughs> yes in 20 feet of water mm-hmm. weightless like 40 count right. to get it to the bottom which was my first time <laughs> ever, train ever using senkos. having to wait like that and mm-hmm. but man once it got down there doink yeah that was fun, but oh, it was painful. It was. You're sitting there just, yeah. Come on, fish. Well, I think come that on. I think that might have been, I think that might have been your aha moment for bass fishing. Like I think that, so. That was your, especially because I had never golden ticket. I don't even day. think I'd caught a largemouth yeah. until then. They smell different. They just fight different. Yeah, and I loved because you could be in the same spot and you could catch a big smallmouth or a big largemouth yeah. in the same spot. And yeah. I, you're right. That was catching them on Cinco's like that. I mean, we, we've had some good days. We well, the day I caught the five pounder at at, at Walcott. Mm-hmm. Oh was yeah, my first five pound smallmouth. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, I've got a nine pound largemouth. Right. Five, five pound smallmouth? Are you yeah. kidding me? Right. In Idaho? Yeah. Like you predicted it too. You it were just, like, today felt the day. it, man. Yeah. I just felt it. You were so confident. Like even from the launch, you were like. I think today I'm going to catch my five pounder. You were like, just, as a matter of fact, you're going to have to film it. We had the whole lake to ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
It was an epic day. It just, you don't get a, in the desert. It's windy all the time. And that is a dangerous body of water oh, yeah. when it's windy. Oh, I can tell and, you firsthand uh, about uh, that. Yeah. Well, that'll be. Uh, <laughs> my wife still won't go on a boat with me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she looked good in my jacket. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I love seeing people get that look in their eye when, mm-hmm. when, I mean, it's not hard to go out and catch a fish. Right. But that's not what I'm doing. Right. I don't just want to catch a fish. Mm-hmm. I want the fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want a squeal like a pig fish. I mean, I, <laughs> oh, I just want the chunk. I mean, I want people to be talking about me when they see this fish right. on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I remember I took this guy, a good buddy of mine, Jerry Jackson, out. Uh, met him, met him when I was working, and uh, <clears throat> he uh, I, he fished one tournament with me because uh, my buddy Tyler couldn't make it because <laughs> mm-hmm. he was fishing some, or filming some rodeo. Yeah, every year on the yeah, first tournament of the year, so so I he fished this, this tournament in your stead. <laughs> right, so uh, we're out pre-fishing for this tournament that you're not going to make. Mm-hmm. And it's February, snow on the ground, cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty nice day for February, but it's still cold. I mm-hmm. mean, it's uh, Idaho in February and windy. God, it sucks. Yep. But we got to put in the time if you want to, you know, win. So uh, take this guy out and his buddy who's never been bass fishing. I can't remember his name, but, uh, you know, take him out in my little boat. There's not really room for three, but, you know. Make it work. Just, eh, we made it work. <laughs> having a good day. I mean, we're catching some fish right at the mouth of the narrows mm-hmm. and uh like I'm about to pull off these fish. They're they're nice largemouth. I mm-hmm. found a pocket of green fish and that's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. Uh they're starting to come on now, but this is before largemouth were really being sought after at strike. Right. Um a lot of you know, it's one pretty much largemouth now. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of guys are are hunting them and uh yep. uh I was not that day, but I stumbled across him, and he's so mad at me. I was like, Jerry, what? <laughs> you're out here fishing. You're not working. What's, what's your problem? He's like, yeah, you're up there catching all the A fish. Like, what the f- is an A fish? He goes, you get first shot at it. I'm back here in the seawater. I was like, do you want the A water? I got a remote control. Yep. Go ahead. Right. You're on the front seat, I can run the boat from the back. Sure. He's like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm not up here trying to piss you off, yep. man. He's like, all right. So I walk to the back. His buddy's in the middle, so now I'm in the seawater. Mm-hmm. First cast, I flip it out there, and I see my line. It just, I don't know if you've ever seen that, right yeah. as it hits the water and you get this, like, shock wave that yep. goes through your line. Mm-hmm. Oh, It went down a little faster than gravity is pulling it. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it hits the water and then just goes, ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I set the hook on this thing. Oh, biggest fish ever, Tyler. <laughs> like, I've got bigger fish than this at Hawaii, but yep. we're not at Hawaii. We're in right. Idaho yep. where we have seven months mm-hmm. of growth mm-hmm. where these other I get 12 months year-round, these fish are growing and right. eating and not in Idaho. So to catch something this big in Idaho, wow. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow. Yep. I mean, get the net, you know. Holy shit! Living getting excited. Well, now I'm older. Uh, I don't think it's a bass, right? But it has to be. I mean, it was. I don't know how I didn't see this fish. Mm -hmm. I threw 
this far from the bank. The water's only this deep. Right. Like where the boat is. Yep. Like, motor's out of the water. This is already turning into a sad story. Right? I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this big of a fish shouldn't be living there. Right. It is ass should have been sticking out of the water or something. Yep. I mean, it's such a big fish. And mm-hmm. do we land this thing? Oh, you did get it. Oh yeah, we got okay. it. It's mounted on my wall. The only okay. fish I have mounted. Yep. I didn't even mount the nine pounders that I have from Hawaii. Wow. It's got to be a double digit in yep. Hawaii. Was it a smallie or a large? It was a large mouth. Oh, how big? Seven, eight, nine. Wow. Almost eight pounds. Wow. That was awesome. 11 one hundredths off of eight pounds. Gosh. That's a big boy. This is on CJ. CJ Strike. No way. Yeah. And uh right and you in, were in the right middle of the boat the or the lines. back of the boat? I was in the back of the boat. I just gave it up because <laughs> I just got my ass chewed for yeah. catching all the fish. So I, I give it up and yeah. I, I walk to the back and I'm got my remote control. Right. Heading out, you yeah. know, letting him have some A water. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't want to get shanked. I've in had the arguments boat. with you about that oh, too. Oh yeah, you have. So I give it up <laughs> and it's all good. I'll share. Yep. And uh that's oh awesome. man, it was so funny because we land this thing and we, we're taking pictures. And are you sure you got the picture? I mean, we're looking for. So me and my buddy Matt, we had a we had a bet going on. First mm-hmm. person to catch a fish in Idaho, mm-hmm. six pounds or bigger. Yep, small or large mouth has to pay for the mount for the other guy. Yep, this has been a running bet for like three years, mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> I, got a, I got a 789 <laughs> and a witness. Yep. Now that's what made the difference. I had a witness actually too. That's awesome. So we go up to. So when you called them, you said, you know, I didn't catch a six. I, I got, got a, a seven. 789. <laughs> and he made good on it and mounted that fucker for that's me. That's awesome. So, uh, but yeah, Jerry, uh, he was all kinds of upset. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I gave you the front of the bow. Right. I caught it on the what, back of what the bow. What do you want? We switched. Yeah. I said, you kind of gifted me that fish. Do you want to thank you? Because thank you for making me go to the back of the boat. Right. Do you still want the front? <laughs> you. He goes to the back of the boat. And yeah. I get the front of the boat and just slay fish all day again. <laughs> but I have uh, a similar, similar story with my dad on Anderson. And this was last year. Two, maybe it was two years ago. Um, they weren't hitting on anything, nothing and except where's this Anderson Anderson. Okay. They weren't hitting on anything, but one flicker shad. Oh yeah. One, one color of flicker shad. And I'm casting it out and just whacking fish, but I'm having to reel as hard as I can mm-hmm. to get into the depth. And it also, the flicker shed has that, that Tight right wobble. vibration. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so I'm casting out and I'm yanking as hard as I can to get as deep as I can. And then I'm kind of floating it up um, and just doing little small jigs as it goes up. And my dad's getting so mad at me. Uh, and he goes, it's because you're in the front of the boat. You get first access to the fish. And I said, the way that I'm fishing, the back of the boat would be a million times easier. You can cast back and get more leverage because the boat's moving mm-hmm. forward and get that bait down farther. Farther, faster. And he I, he's trying, not doing it, not doing it. Finally, we just switch, and I caught fi- I caught way more fish on the back of the boat than I did on the front. Yeah. So that changed, and, and I I know that you've had that lesson with me a few times. Oh, where yeah. I'd be like, you're just setting it up for yourself to catch the fish. Not really. <laughs> right. No, but, you know, funny. when it's a team event, you got to get everybody on the fish. You right. Can't just 
Because there's been times <sighs> where I love it when other people are catching fish, though. Yeah. I mean, it's nice, especially when they have never been or right. or they're just having a rough day. Or, right. Man, it's just get your mind off it. Oh, yeah. Totally. I love it. Yeah, and there's been those times where you'll we'll have a two-day tournament. First day, you'll catch all five fish. Second day, I'll catch all five fish. Oh, yeah. We're just as happy for one another. Yeah. Maybe secretly cringing, wanting to beat the other one, but that's okay. We're on a team. Sure. And, uh, and yeah, as long as one person's on it in the boat and the other person's actually good at netting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, I, I remember pre-fishing at Anderson. Speaking of Anderson, mm-hmm. I, I remember pre-fishing at Anderson and uh, – I believe you and Josh and oh yeah, we were in separate boats. We were in separate boats because we were both pre-fishing for a tournament. It was me, but we weren't fishing as partners in this upcoming no. tournament. I was fishing with Barbie. I think so. Yeah, I was fishing with my wife. Yeah, and me, Josh, me and Josh were in one boat. Was it ben might Who have else? been Ben. Might have been Ben. I can't remember. I think it was Ben. Yeah. But anyway, we we pulled up on you guys out on uh, Curly Point, and you weren't doing very well. Mm-hmm. And you caught some fish. But yeah, I remember pulling in there and just first cast me and Barbie throw out there and bang a couple. And yeah. you guys, screw you guys, <laughs> we've been here for an hour. Yep, and it just we didn't catch another fish after that. We, we were there at sunrise yeah. and weren't catching anything. And you guys pull right up and cast <laughs> in that spot and catch a fish. Well, and then uh, uh, Andy. Andy pulls up with his wife in and his boat. son in, a, in his brand new nitro. He mm-hmm. just bought a really pretty new blue nitro. And mm-hmm. he pulls up and he's got a, I, I learned something this day mm-hmm. that uh, I will never, ever forget. <laughs> and I had no idea. I didn't know. <laughs> I, know <laughs> I just had going. no idea yeah. that this could happen. Yep. And uh, Andy pulls up. I always called him Hotfoot. Mm-hmm. The guy's a police officer, and he, he drives everything like he's going to save somebody's life, and it's just dangerous. And <laughs> right. Oh, my God. He comes in hot, sets it down, wakes us all. Our boats are all, yep. Jesus, Christmas Christ, yep. Andy, what the hell? Well, and then his dog, I guess, got sick of it. He's mm-hmm. got this little Frenchy, Frenchy bulldog, and this little bastard runs to the front of the boat. He just had this look in his eye. I, I I don't know if he had to shit or if he scared him from yep. the way he was driving or what, but this dog takes the leap off this boat. And you learn something. I mean, I'm I'm maybe 50 feet right. from this. I mean, he sat down very close to us. Yep. Too close. Mm-hmm. Way too yeah. close. <laughs> Andy, you were too close. <laughs> and uh, this dog doesn't come up i this is what i learned yes frenchies can't swim nope they can do this but it does no f-ing good nope. these are f- sink They're like doing a that stone. underwater but we're only in four foot of water yep so he doesn't have that far to sink all the way to the bottom right and i'm telling Thank andy God. yeah absolutely <laughs> I mean, this dog's been under for 20 seconds. And so we're viewing, you're viewing it at first. Yeah. I'm viewing it from a third party like, perspective. I'm on my motor. I'm motoring to this yes. dog because I can't see him. What were you yelling? He's sinking. <laughs> Andy, he ain't coming up. He's, that's what you kept yelling. Andy, seriously. <laughs> Andy, your dog is drowning, yeah. right? It's like, holy shit. So I'm getting ready to dive in. Andy ends up diving in. Uh-huh. 
but the dog's only, you know, six, eight inches under the surface, right. but just he can't get to the top. <laughs> you know, this little Frenchie just, he's stuck yep. in limbo here. And when he jumps in, he jumps on the dog and busts off a tooth on oh. this dog's head, right? Oh. I mean, doesn't lose a tooth, but he chips it. Right. <laughs> and uh, this, is first, guy, this, first, this is a guy who a has net. a mouthful of braces. Yeah. Right. Yep. So just at first, I saw a net trying to get the dog. Oh, yeah. The couldn't net. get it. Couldn't get it. <laughs> so he just jumps in. Well, his son, his ship, he's probably 12, mm-hmm. 11, 12 years old doesn't like fishing to begin with, <laughs> right? He's just there because it's a family camping trip. Right, right. Right. We, we were camping with them at this time. Yep. And uh, so he knocks, just <laughs> chunk of tooth goes flying yep. out, saves the dog. Mm-hmm. The kid goes to save the boat because the boat's still in gear mm-hmm. and going around in circles, going to chop Andy to little bits <laughs> with the damn prop. His wife doesn't know what the hell to do. <laughs> right. So, and the water was cold. Oh, yeah. We're talking it's April yeah. <laughs> in Idaho. There's still snow on the ground. Um, if the water was 40 degrees, oh yeah, we might have been lucky. I mean, it's probably in the <laughs> mid to upper 30s. Right. The water is oh, yeah. cold. Yep. So big boy, all six foot five, 350 pounds of mm-hmm. this boy, saves his dog. Mm-hmm. Boat's going to chew him up. Mm-hmm. P jumps in. When he jumps in, he, I don't know if you guys can see this, but those treble hooks sank into this poor kid's ass. <laughs> but because it's so cold outside, he was wearing snow pants. Yep. He was wearing jeans. He was wearing sweatpants. He was wearing the hot chili underwear mm-hmm. and underwear, five layers of clothing. Yep. And, it's still and then into his ass with two <laughs> treble hooks. <laughs> I was, and then I got you. you. Yep. I hear you laughing. <laughs> I hear Josh laughing. We it's like control ourselves. I glare at you guys, and you're like motoring oh, away, gut busting. That was laughing. the funniest shit. We had to leave. <laughs> we had to leave because we knew things were bad. They were really bad. We knew things were bad, but this we couldn't like stop laughing. So I'm trying Def to just Kong. motor away so they can't hear us laughing. Oh man! When we got far enough away, we were rolling on so the deck. They're they're going to the ER. I mean, mm-hmm. Dad's like going to break down. He yeah. is like. Shaken, right? He is shook mm-hmm. over this. Yeah. <laughs> shook, got a missing tooth, and dog damn near died. Yep. The wife's pale as a ghost, right? And they're gonna pack up their shit. This is day one of our camping trip. Yeah, uh-uh. no, we got a we got a bar visit later tonight, right? You know, we're going over to Fall Creek and having some drinks. We've yep. already, you know, got a reservation. So it's like, well, we got two choices. I can grab them with some needle nose pliers and jerk them out of all layers of your clothing, and we can keep on fishing. Mm-hmm. I can run them through, mm-hmm. pinch the barbs, and then pull them out. I can, I can do the braid trick, but we got two sets of barbs. I mean, it's, yeah. I can try it, but I can't promise it's going to work. Right, one hook, it works. Mm-hmm. I don't know about two. <laughs> so P says, "All right, run them through." Yep. It's like, all right, you ready, P? And I go to start running, and he lets out the crack and just <laughs> screaming. And it's like, oh, no, just jerk him. Okay, we're switching gears. We're going to jerk him, right? So I, I get the braid on him. I'm holding him down. And, yep. I mean, 
I got the big braid. I had some sturgeon braids, some mm-hmm. 80 pound stuff. Cause I just knew I had to give it everything yeah. and I didn't want it to break. <sighs> it didn't come out the first time. Oh. I got one hook out, but oh. both of them didn't come. <laughs> that poor kid. We could hear it. We had, we had motored <laughs> far away and we could hear the screams. <laughs> oh, that poor kid. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know why all my stories always end in pain and suffering. But <laughs> I guess the good ones do. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it wouldn't be a good story otherwise. And speaking of pain and suffering, uh, I tell Andy all the time that was that was everything that happens in one year. All the bad things that happen in one year happen in one day <laughs> to them. Yeah, but that wasn't it. I know. We went out later that night uh-huh. because Andy needed redemption, is what he called it. Uh-huh. Yeah, we go out for the topwater bite at Anderson, which he hadn't experienced topwater yet. Mm. And so I've been talking it up and you know, right. show him show him how it's done. And he almost lost three rods, not, not like at one time. Yeah, three different occasions. Mm-hmm. In excuse me, in like two hour fishing trip, mm-hmm. an evening trip. Yep, saved all three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. And then he gets a hook in his hand mm. that night. So yeah. I did a little surgery on Andy that night too. Gosh. Uh, but is what I didn't say is when, when Andy threw his dog in the boat mm-hmm. from the, from the first excursion before yeah. I pulled the hooks out of his son, uh, he threw the dog up there and the dog gets a hook in his paw, oh. right? It's stuck in the carpet. I mean, I don't know what it, his <laughs> boat looked like this, like your table here. There's just, and people and Danger dogs are rolling all over it. Right. So anyway, for his birthday, I bought him some magnetized. So sucks the hooks up. That's so, awesome. Right. So I, hopefully he's doing a little better now. Yeah. But uh, man, what a day. Yeah. Uh, I have a, oh, man. speaking of him being a lead foot, uh, the first time I ever boated with him was on, uh, oh, what's that one lake? Um, the where? The lake that you're only allowed to keep up to 12 inches. Oh, or, uh, 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 Bell Rapids. Was it? Oh, no, it was Massacre. Massacre Rocks. Yeah, okay. It was Massacre. And uh, we were blasting back to the dock. End of the day, everything everything went okay. Caught some fish. Uh, we're going back to the dock to finish the day. <laughs> and he hits this. And it really wasn't that bad of water. Like, it wasn't choppy. I'm still trying to figure it out. It wasn't a boat wake or anything. But it did. There was like one section where the wind was hitting the water just right, where it was making some bigger waves. Sure. And we're hitting them and his boat can handle it. Uh, he's taking them just fine. And then we hit one and immediately I think it panicked him and he slowed down for a second and hit the next one funny. Uh-huh. And it sent the nose of our boat directly under the water. Yeah, it's called the submarine. <clears throat> we submarined because I was I, all I remember thinking is I didn't hold my breath. And like, I thought I had one of those exploding life vests on. Oh yeah. So as soon as we hit the water, I'm for some dumb reason trying to take it off because I don't want it to explode on <laughs> it's me. It's like a damn airbag. <laughs> yeah. But it was one that he didn't tell me you have to pull it. Uh-huh. So I would have just been underwater if I didn't, I would have been waiting underwater for that thing to go off. <laughs> but we, yeah. we emerge out of the water all of a sudden completely soaked at the dock where everyone sees it. Oh yeah. And then I get on the dock and I'm like, well, I'm going home. <laughs> I don't think I weighed a single fish. I was like, I'm going home soaked to the bone. Oh, yeah. I had all my clothes on cause it was cold that day. Um, so yeah, he's, 
He's got some funny stories. Oh, man. I think hopefully all of the bad stuff Danger. has happened to him these first few years of him boating. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. He's just uh, to too reckless, man. He's he's out there going fast. Yeah. I do I do it too. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not talking bad about him. No, I just, no. It's the way it is, you know. Yeah, we had we had a story where you hit. It was a perfectly calm day, and there was a wave boat next to us. Uh-huh. What are those called? Is that a wave boat uh, where they're think, kicking up yeah. the surfing waves? Oh yeah, it was a uh, uh, it was one of them big um, jet setters or whatever yeah. the hell that ski setters are big, like twenty five foot. Yeah, yep. Perfectly calm day. <laughs> Perfectly uh. calm day, and we hit this. We hit this wave just right. Yeah, we were doing mock donkey and hit this thing. <laughs> we for sure went out of the water completely, and your pole right. gone. And no, not gone. It was totally within grabbing distance because it bounced off your face. I was trying to dodge it. Yeah, I think it was coming at and me quick. I, you should have been catching it. <laughs> I'm not uh, walking around with a catcher's mitt for that, your pole. That was my top vet rod that I won in, yeah. in that dry. Yeah, I ended up getting that back, but it doesn't have a reel on it anymore. Yeah, shout out to Brad. For, yeah, Brad for Perkins. It back to you. Yeah, he actually had it engraved for top vet. Not that I'm a, a vet, but mm-hmm. I was fishing with a vet. And, mm-hmm. Uh, that was a good haul that day. Yeah, that was a good one. That's awesome. But uh, um, yeah, speaking of uh, uh, tragedy <laughs> on the water, uh, we were fishing a uh, uh, little little stretch of the Snake River called Milner. Mm-hmm. I hate Milner. Hate Milner. Yeah. <laughs> now, before I say, I'm going to ask you what what is a say a winning weight. On Milner these days. Like oh, what? on Milner? On Milner. What what would what would you feel good about placing with at Milner? Like I'd how many feel pounds? Great if I came in at 13, 14 pounds. See, that, that's a little I'd heavy in my opinion, but <laughs> I would feel tremendous. I'd stop fishing and if take I a caught, nap if, if I, I had caught a solid pounds. five five fish, I'd feel great. Yeah. Well, so at this time we're talking it was actually fishing pretty good at this time, so mm-hmm. I think that thirteen number is a pretty good number. Okay, but nowadays nine, ten pounds, you're you're getting a paycheck, right? Just two and a quarter pound fish is it's going to be big fish mm-hmm. of the tournament. I mean, not a trophy pond, right? Even a little bit, right? Like, Connected all. to all the trophy ponds. Oh yeah, it, it, those it, fish don't <laughs> like to live in that pond. Well, they just. You know, it's a irrigation pond, and so they'd lower it, and they ruin the crayfish, and mm-hmm. just whatever. That's above my pay grade. I just know why. Right. Uh, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But anyway, you know, 10, 11 pounds, it's a good bag right. on this body of water. <clears throat> so so the wife and I were, it's windy. Like, we shouldn't have launched mm-hmm. on this day. I knew it. I felt it. We just oh, shouldn't have went out there. Nobody, they should have called the tournament. Mm-hmm. But we're all tough, gruff. We got, you know, we know how to drive our boats, you know, <laughs> just go slow. Yep. Bullshit. Shouldn't have gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're taking waves over the back of the boat when we're trying to launch it. Mm-hmm. I mean, too big of water. Yep. So we got a plan. We're going to find the first spot that doesn't have white capping rollers and we're going to pull in there. I don't give a shit if it's a hundred five feet deep or if it's six inches deep, mm-hmm. we're fishing there all goddamn day. Yeah. That's our plan. 
don't care if we catch a fish. We're just going to stay safe today. Mm-hmm. Well, we pull into this place. It's called the Wing Dam. It was an old, uh, they had a built-up rock wall that was an old pivot. Uh, the pump for a pivot was out there, so they built up this rock wall to kind of, I mean, it's a river. It's not very deep. I think this place averages like eight feet deep throughout mm-hmm. the entire they call it a reservoir because mm-hmm. it's dammed up, but it's really just a river. And uh, we pull into this place and we park on the bank, tie a rope around a cattle guard, a uh, cattle gate, and uh, we stay there mm-hmm. all. Well, we didn't make it all day, mm-hmm. but we pull in there. Uh, we tie on some crankbaits. We hit the mother load. <laughs> There's a lot of boats around us because it is swear to God, the only spot on the entire anywhere Mm -hmm. in the state right now that doesn't have wind. (laughs) I mean, you see 50 yards that way is just rollers Mm -hmm. and windy and there's boats out there fishing it. They're nuts, Mm -hmm. but they got bigger boats, nicer stuff than I do. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're sitting on the bank and we're just hammering three pound fish. I mean, we got easy 15 pounds in the boat Mm -hmm. i mean they're all clones three and change every single fish i got like nine fish in the bottom of the boat with five in the live well yeah it's like barbie stop we're gonna get disqualified you're not supposed to have all these fish in the boat right you catch one you release that one or you put it in the live well and you release another one that's how it works Mm -hmm. i got like nine Mm -hmm. three pounders yeah i'm trying to weigh them and i got the balance beams out and Mm -hmm. man that's amazing I, for like Milner. Sto- oh, it's amazing for anybody of water. I yeah. don't care if you're a millilax. Mm-hmm. I mean, millilax, you're catching, you know, 23, 4-pound bags. Jeez. Right? Yeah. Brew bakery. <laughs> I mean, of all smallmouth fisheries. Right. You know, the Great Lakes, millax. I mean, those are bucket list lakes for me. But right. We're not there. We're in Idaho mm-hmm. in farm country fishing a hole that was – carved out by a pivot you know so i don't know we're two hours into our fishing day mm-hmm. not looking forward because the wind's getting worse not looking forward to moving right but we still got 10 hours yeah right yeah <laughs> we still got another nine or ten hours before we got to worry about that yep we got all these boats around us trying to catch them nobody's catching them mm-hmm. i mean there's six boats around us yep guy you bought your trolling motor from and he's yeah. a grumpy old Oh, yeah. This guy is getting vocal about it. He's upset. He doesn't know what we're doing. <laughs> He's bouncing lures. So you're supposed to stay. The rule is casting distance. Mm-hmm. If I can cast and hit you, you're too close. <clears throat> Technically, I could disqualify you. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. We're right. having so much fun. My wife has never had a day like this ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is not only quality, it is quantity. It's phenomenal. Well, I finally get all these fish figured out. They're all like 3.04 pounds. Every one of those, they were all exactly the same. They're, gosh, it's crazy. That's awesome. And uh, so we go back to catching fish. Well, I tell Barbie, you know, go ahead, head to the back of the boat because mm-hmm. the back of the boat's where we're fishing from because yep. the front of it's on the bank. Right. And uh, she throws back out there and she catches another one. And I catch another one and. They're all the same. Yeah. I can just look at them and go, nope, it's 304. <laughs> They're all 304. Right. And uh, anyway, she uh, she comes down about an hour later. I mean, we're just fish after fish after fish. I never caught so many three-pounders in my life. And uh, she gets something to eat or a drink or something. I can't remember what she did. But it's so damn cold out. Mm-hmm. 
she's bundled up like that kid on Christmas story, like a damn marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got a we got a step that you step up onto and then up onto the back deck. Well, she steps up on this, gets to the back deck, and I see her going like this, just grabbing midair. Mm-hmm. It's like I remember going, "What the hell are you doing?" And she fell over, wham! Oh, smacked her head on the steering wheel. This is like three hours into a twelve-hour day oh. of bass fishing. The most epic day I've ever had <laughs> on the water. <laughs> yep. And I'm just thinking, oh, shit. I hope she's okay. I hope she's okay. I pick her up off the floor. Mm -hmm. You know, she's got her (laughs) eyeballs rolling around in her head like marbles, you know. And it's like, you're not okay. She's like, I am okay. It's like, you're not okay, honey. And uh, so I I peel apart her scalp and I pour some water. I mean, it's it's deep. Like, I'm seeing bone. It's bad. So I, I call up the president. Normally we don't have service, mm-hmm. but in this sense, then I we had service at Milner. So I, I called the president and say, "Hey, can I dump my fish off to somebody? Mm-hmm. I got to take Barbie to the ER." Well, he's yep. panicked. Just I'm not going to tell you the story, Phil. Just can I give my fish to somebody and come back later? Right. I'll have them weigh them, whatever. I don't know how long we're going to be at the hospital. He goes, "Oh, sure, go ahead." I go to the first boat, which is which is my buddy Matt, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he, uh, I'm handing these fish. He's got his son with him, Cameron, yep. and and I hand him this one fish, and he goes, "Dad, we don't we don't have any fish like this. <laughs> where'd you, Reese? Where'd you get this uh-huh. fish at?" Yep. So just a hundred yards up the river, came right. man, go take our spot. Yeah, and then I hand him four more just like it, and he's like, "Dad, what are we doing wrong?" You know, he's just losing his mind yep. over these fish. So anyway, we go to the ER. She gets five staples in her head. Oh, and uh, we come back right at weigh in. Mm-hmm. We are the last boat to weigh in. They were waiting to see if we'd come back. I let them know we were on our way, so they waited. Mm-hmm. We grab our fish out of Matt's boat. We weigh him. <laughs> we're four pounds. <laughs> we fished for three hours, yep. and we are four pounds heavier than the next biggest bag. Right? We had fifteen ninety eight, almost awesome. sixteen pounds on one of the worst lakes in Idaho. Yep. Unicorn day. Gosh, that's unicorn crazy. day. I can't even. I don't even think I've caught a single fish over three pounds at Milner. Biggest smallmouth I've ever seen came out of Milner. Really? Yeah, Sonny Mays caught it. He got what? big fish of the year like three years ago. That fish must have just almost been six from pounds. One lake to another. It had come from Walcott. <laughs> right. He went over the spillway or something. Yeah. yeah. He had no idea where he was. Man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's an awesome story. So that that goes to show you sometimes you only need to fish for three hours we only needed 30 minutes that day gosh that's awesome yeah it was uh well now i want to fish milner again go ahead good luck (laughs) i've fished it a lot i've even went back to that hole yeah well you fished it oh yeah we've done okay there a bunch of rats yeah just like the rest of the damn lake yeah it just gets frustrating because you just can't catch anything over three that's how i feel until anything over three i'd be lucky to catch a two pounder there these days (laughs) yeah Shit, I think the last tournament there was like a 206 or 207 was big fish. Josh and I fished it last year, and uh, we didn't catch a single fish until the last two hours of the tournament, and then we got four right at the last two hours. I think it might have even been the last hour. We just found one little section, and there were a lot of boats that weighed in nothing that day. Um, But we just found one little section of of four keepers and that's what we brought in and we were pretty stoked (laughs) 
it, it sometimes that's all it takes is a limit. Yeah. And There's been, I think you've told stories. It might not have been a Milner of guy of, of entire clubs, not catching a single fish. Oh, yeah. And then one person brings in a fish and wins everything. everything. First, <laughs> second and third and big fish. Yeah. Well, that's I, awesome. I remember the first tournament I ever fished in, I was fishing in uh, uh, Magic Valley Bassmasters. Mm-hmm. And the very first fish in the very first tournament after I bought my Skeeter, you know, I'm actually, this is my commitment. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fish every single tournament. I'm fishing four clubs. I got the walleye club. I got three bass clubs. I mean, I'm gangbusters yep. on this thing. And uh, bought a camper and a you know <laughs> nice truck and a mm-hmm. nice boat and very first fish was a green fish. It was a 222 mm-hmm. largemouth. Yeah. First cast ever. Wow. I ended up getting big largemouth of the year on a two-pound largemouth. <laughs> uh, it was a total fluke because there were at least, in that one tournament, yep. seven or eight largemouth bigger than that. Wow. They were caught. But those guys didn't fish four tournaments. Right. So I got it. That's awesome. Hey. Whatever you got to do. That's right. Lucky. <laughs> I'd rather be lucky than good. Oh, yeah. I've uh, started living by that motto. I'll even tell people that. I think I learned that from you. Man, lucky is fun. <laughs> lucky <laughs> is what dreams are made of. Oh, I yeah. I mean, it just, and I've been, I've been blessed, man. I've had some awful shithouse lucky days. Yeah. Just. There's something to say about beginner's luck, I think, is 100% a real thing. Absolutely. And it's there's um, there's probably some science behind it, um, like the the fish are seeing a totally new presentation that they've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, but I've taken a couple of my friends who never fish. Um, Josh, before he started getting into clubs, I'd take that guy on Magic Reservoir, which you're not catching anything bigger than this. This is this is the fish you're catching on Magic, and he'll all of a sudden pull out a three and a half pounder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still have no idea how he was doing it. Well, you know, I don't know. Just, just, I try to put myself in a fish's position mm-hmm. and, you know, it sounds silly, but you know, if, if, if I'm thinking like a fish <laughs> and I see this little stick bait looking thing yep. coming at me and it's going left, right, left, right, left, mm-hmm. right. And then all of a sudden I get jerked by the face <laughs> into the air yep. and get some fat bastard like me sticking his Dirty thumb in my mouth, and then <laughs> kissing me, photos. kissing me, and uh, letting me go, hugging me, snuggling. The next with thing me. that looks even remotely like that, and going left, right, left, right, left, right, I am swimming away. True, but if I have something doing tail spins and looks like it's halfway <laughs> handicapped, right? <laughs> that must I, be a fish. I might bite on that. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. it's just something totally different. Yeah. And I think they see the same thing over and over and over again, especially the big ones. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They'll you stop just got to do something different. Right. I don't know what it is. but there's a, I think I had a lot of beginner's luck the first first year for sure that I started bass fishing. You still got to have beginner's luck. I, <laughs> I wish you could see what I see <laughs> when, when I'm fishing with you. I mean, you. You got all this space. I don't care how big the boat is. <laughs> I'm usually all of it. All of it. It looks like this table, if the entire table was covered. Yes, that's my favorite. Quick access. Dude, it looks quick, like a CSI quick. crime scene with like little, <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have like notes on each bait. I just, there's so much shit everywhere. Yep. I got to try it all. 
how am I going to get back there to net a fish? I mean, it's like dangerous. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I've You and Matt both say that. that, I, that it's true, I'm taking though. pictures next time. I like to have a spread. It's like when you're eating. You like to have a spread. I like to have a spread of fish bait. Uh-huh. <laughs> and all different types, all different colors. I want to use it all. The shit that's out there I've never even seen before. <laughs> And you're winning tournaments with this stuff. Well, here and there, here and there. It's that beginner's luck thing. I, I, I wish I could have kept the beginner's luck I had at the very beginning when I was using literally an ugly stick trout pole. Uh, and I was, sl- I remember you, me, and uh, Charles did some night fishing on oh, Anderson. Man, I lost a lot of gear that night. Yeah, me too. But I, I remember catching fish after fish on that ugly stick. Uh, yeah. And. I'm and, still trying to get some gear back off of that night. Yeah. Oh my God, Charles, he lost a lot oh, of gear. Yeah, I remember that. It wasn't that expensive. And I'm, I, I'm, actually, I lost all I'm your gear. I didn't even have gear. No, you didn't have gear. <laughs> That's this is why you're saying. <laughs> this is the night that we were driving yep. and you were asleep uh, in the back of my Eddie Bauer edition Ford Explorer that was a hand me down from my parents. <laughs> and we ran up on a semi that was towing another oh, semi yeah. backwards. Yes. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh. Scared the shit out of me. That was hilarious. <laughs> I thought you were going to Bigfoot a hole in my roof. <laughs> Harry yeah, and the Hendersons, funny. my Ford Explorer. You damn yeah. near did. It's a scary moment right there. <laughs> well, but you didn't yell. You just you just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like you didn't know what to do. <laughs> it's my go-to move, man. When I'm scared, oh, I get as big shit. as I can. Oh, man, that's funny. Uh, that's funny. That was hilarious. Yeah, those are those were fun. We should do more of that night fishing. Well, we need to go over to Strike, not Anderson. It's yeah. better. Go get some of them largemouth on top water. Drift a couple poles for catfish. No. Yeah. You keep them whiskery. Bees. Be fun. I don't like them. <laughs> uh-uh. uh, they're fun to pull in. They're just not fun to deal with. Yeah, we'll go whack a sturgeon. That'd be fun. If I you want some whiskers, we'll get you a sturgeon. Yeah. That's what we ought to do. Yeah, I'm down. This go, week, can you still do it? Go catch a big fish Thursday. tell a big fish story. Yeah. We got some weather coming in, but I'm not scared of it. I am. Okay, well, <laughs> Friday's better. Okay. I'll check out Friday. I don't think I'm doing anything Friday. Clear your calendar. Yeah, take a look. Yeah. Um, well, you got anything more for me? Oh, I got stories for days, but we probably ought to just do it again. All right. Yeah, I'm down. After, I'd love to to recap this next year, have you come back in, and we'll talk some old stories, and we'll get some new ones for this year. Sounds Season's good to coming up. Sounds good to Season's me. always open for you. You're fishing every right. month. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll bring some characters with me next time. Yeah, that'd be fun. We got to get some... Uh, we got to get some some other people in here. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Some Pat and Ron. Some, oh, man, the fish vacuums. We yes. got to get those boys in here. That'd be awesome. They're I'd funny. I'd love to have them on. Even you just you can't get them in the same room. I'm no. surprised they fish the same boat I together. Know, one's a Republican, too. one's a Democrat, and they're just <laughs> at each other. <laughs> so funny. We'll get you and Ron and then you and Pat. Oh, okay. That'd be good. Yeah. Be I get awesome. to play middleman. Yeah. I don't absolutely. know. You better be ready for hugs if you get Pat on the show. Oh, yeah. That's fine. He's a hugging son of a bitch. Yep. Some of them are a little slower than other hugs, but that's okay. <laughs> They're lingering. <laughs> the lingering older he gets, hugs. the more lingering he gets. <laughs> that's funny. I'll never forget two banquets ago. And how, how old do you think he is? I'm pretty sure I know how old he is. 70s. I think he's 72. 72. Yeah. Um. This guy's character is so funny. He dressed up in a gold, a super gold, shiny suit 
uh, top to bottom gold for his and gold bass shoes. Banquet. Yeah, everything. but they were the Vans. They were like the L.A. Gear yes. light up shoes. Yep, awesome. Oh yeah, so Pimp funny. Daddy Callan, so good. Love it. Yeah, he came with a bunch of meat. He yeah. always brings uh, hams from. Uh, oh, he's the one who Falls brings the hams. Yeah, Callan yeah, hams. Okay. They're then they're not Callan hams. He just buys them from Falls Brand. That's what everybody that's what calls, everyone them. calls them. Yeah. That's yep, awesome. For the raffle prizes. Well, tell me to to end this. What do you think? Like we have a lot of people who are going to, and, and you know, I get people keeping their, their uh, fishing spot secrets. Oh, I yeah. get that. But then you have people on the other side who would rather not even see people fish if they're going to be on their lake or mm. be in their spot. Oh, yeah. And you have a very different philosophy. What do you sure. think is the importance of getting young people out, getting people who don't do it, establishing this type of hobby? What do you think? What's it meant for your life? And what do you think it means for others? I don't know, man. It's kept me out of a lot of trouble. I mean, <clears throat> fishing is, you can go out and just have a beer and sit on a bank and Go fishing, and mm -hmm. you'll come up with just as good a stories as we were telling today. I mean, oh, yeah. just being in the outdoors, mm -hmm. you know, put down the Xbox and pick up a tackle box and a fishing rod. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get you're gonna have a you're gonna have a, a whole new outlook on life when you're spending it outdoors. You don't even have to be fishing, man. Just go out and post up a lawn chair, and right, you're gonna see something. Mm -hmm. I mean, just go to Anderson and watch these yahoos down there getting too close <laughs> to the water and yeah. getting stuck. I mean, um, they're just if competition's your thing, check out a – they got trout circuits. You don't mm -hmm. have to be a bass guy. Go, go, shit, go do a perch tournament up at Cascade. Do oh, an yeah. ice fishing tournament. Get out your snow sled and the whiskey and, mm -hmm. and go have a good time. I mean, there's more than just bass. That's just what I'm turned on about. You know, mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty snobby when it comes to my bass fishing. Mm -hmm. um, you won't see me with a fly rod in my hand. Um, <laughs> but you're, you're snobby, know. but – you're more than happy to show people. Oh the yeah, ropes. I, I, you're it's snobby like we, for the selection. Listen, I, I hate jet skis. Yeah, little water maggots. <laughs> I just want to run them down. Yeah. You know, uh, hate them. Mm -hmm. But it's hard not to smile when you get on one. Mm -hmm. oh, That's yeah. how it is about fishing. Fishing sucks. Mm -hmm. Catching is amazing. Mm -hmm. So to get out with someone who knows where the fish are and how to catch one, mm -hmm. life-changing, life-altering, totally changed the course of the rest of your life and your kids and your grandkids. And it's just fun. And it ain't for everybody, but uh, it's hard not to have a good time when you're out outdoors. You may not know you love it until you catch one. Mm -hmm. But just... Just remember, if you take them home, they're never coming back. Right. So practice your CPR. Catch photo release. Yep. Love it. Unless it's walleye because they <laughs> taste really good. And I whack those things, man. They, I eat them. And walleye are good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. They're, they're wolfy. Don't stick your thumb in their mouth. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. I Thank appreciate you. it. That appreciate was awesome. You having me. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll have you back on uh, – Maybe after the season, maybe mid-season. You let me know when some stories pop up and we'll have you back on. I haven't even scratched this pimple yet. <laughs> awesome. It's still ready to burst. Awesome. You let me know when you're ready. Sounds good to me. All right, darling.